Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And welcome to T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. The most fun you'll ever listen to while you're folding your clothes. Now let's get this straight. This is not your average podcast. T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio is super fun, super crazy. It's pretty much an in-your-face conversation. That's the good thing about us. We don't do interviews. We do conversations. All of my guests, all of my co-hosts, we chill. We drink, we play games, we have the song of the week, we have the creative curse word of the week. As long as you're having fun as our guest. Speaking of guests, each week I'm going to go through my whole contact list and dive head first into the world of music, gaming, exotic cars, tech, strippers probably, doctors probably, probably strippers that are only stripping so they can pay for tuition to become a doctor. You never know. My wife is a certified bartender. She'll make you a drink while you're here. We'll get you drunk and make you play VR after. It's a lot going on, but that's what it's all about over here at T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. See you soon, baby! All right, what are we talking about in this episode of CarCast? Well, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Bob Bondurant for a minute and mm-hmm. uh, the new Land Rover, uh, the new Range Rover from them, Acura Integra, Lexus LFA, quite a bit quite a bit today. A little Paris Hilton talk. Yeah. <laughs> First, there's Rock Auto. RockAuto.com. Why spend 30 to 50%, even 100% more for the same parts that a chain store or dealership might have? Why spend so much there? Why not go to rockauto.com? It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Everything from engine control modules to brakes to motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic car or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few clicks delivered direct to your door. Go to rockauto.com, see all the parts available for your car or your truck, write Corolla in the how did you hear about us, so that is Corolla, C-A-R-O-L-L-A, in the how did you hear about us box, so they know we sent you an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Get it on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling a friend. I love that about you. This is um, CarCast. I'm Adam Carl. It's Matt, the moderator, DeAndre over there. Hello. Uh, so lots to get into today. Uh, first, um, some sad news. Our friend Bob Bondurant, legendary race car driver and driving school instructor and owner, has passed away. Um, Bob was probably... Health has been failing for a, f- a few years now, but, um, you know, we had him in the uh, Newman dock and uh, always a delight was always, uh, I don't know, I, I like race car drivers. Yeah. Probably. I think he's 88 years old and it wasn't more than just a few years ago that uh, Nate went out to shoot something with, with Bob again at the, at the Bondurant school when he was running that and... Nate's like, I just went for a ride on the track with Bob Bonner at, at probably 85 years old. He goes, he scared the shit out of me. He's like, that guy hustles. Yeah. So I love that about these. I love about the old timers, right? They're just so fast because it's just, just kind of 
just second nature to him now. Yeah. Yeah, he was uh, one of the greats, one of the legends, and um, is definitely going to be uh, going to be missed. And um, you know, just looking at some of his career highlights, he was you know he raced against Shelby, and then he started driving for Shelby, and um, he won uh, the uh, Le Mans GT class in the Cobra Daytona Coupe. He did all that racing in Europe. I mean, he really had a crazy rich life is the is the bondurant daytona coupe at the shelby museum in colorado i thought they had yeah i I think think, i think they have so yeah i think so i just saw the bondurant um shelby daytona coupe that's at the simeon museum um but that's a different one okay yeah that that was um the one that phil Spector owned and right yeah that's a crazy crazy lady had locked in her garage for a million years that that was its right but the lamar winning one you guys can see we've got pictures of you can see this car Mm -hmm. uh, at the at the shelby museum in colorado yeah and, and at the school he taught of course newman and tom cruise clint eastwood james garner nicholas cage Robert Wagner, Tim Allen, Christian Bale, like uh, all the all the great guys who were doing any kind of movies about driving yeah. would always just pass through Bondurant. Um, yeah. yeah, he's um, he yeah you know it's funny he he wasn't short on confidence. <laughs> no, he uh, wasn't. Um, he was uh, a very affable guy, very friendly guy. I. It's just uh, he'll be missed. Is I'll somebody say that. somebody told me this story? I think I was at his school talking with some of his staff, and uh, for a while, Bob was driving a smart car, but it was like the Brabus smart car, mm-hmm. and this little hockey puck of a car is just flying down the road, darting in and out, just nutty. And uh, cop pulls him over he's like what what's going on here this little this little thing's flying around everywhere and uh, the guy's like this car is dangerous are you nuts you can't be flying around like this and uh license registration and you know hands him the thing the guy looks at it and goes bob bonner he's like you're the bob bonner at that driving school and he's like yeah he's like all right here you go <laughs> and he got away let him go He's I the love man. that story. He's the man. Let him go. But now here's something that's interesting. I'm reading here. Mm-hmm. Chris put together a racing career beat sheet for us. 1966 best F1 finish, fourth place in Monaco, driving for BRE. Now driving for BRE. B- BRE was an F1. Sweet. Well, maybe BRE is some. Mm. So BRE. You know Pete Brock. Yeah, he did a Formula Five Thousand car. Okay. Yeah. Remember the yeah sort of aluminum silver one. He did a. They had a Formula Five Thousand car. Formula Five Thousand. It was sort of between Indy and F one. It was kind of kind of looked like an Indy car with um, a big five liter V eight, big V eight kind kind of a. Downdraft kind of kind of had a that that Can Am type engine, you know, sixties yeah. with the big Hillborn injection and trumpets right. and stuff. I I think, but I'm confused about the BRE F1. Uh oh, Rhino's got to look. That 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 was on me. I wrote BRE instead of BRM. I'm sorry. Yes. All right. 
Letters matter. <laughs> I saw that on a sticker once. <laughs> on a t-shirt. Letters yeah, well, I was, like I said, they did a Formula 5000 car, mm-hmm. but I don't think they ever did a F1 car. Um, you thought he wasn't going to notice, right, Ryan? You thought he was going to just, that was just going to go right by unnoticed? <laughs> Um, all right. So uh, I know you got some Geico to take Yeah, let me care tell you about Geico real quick. Whether you own your home or rent your home, either way, it can be a lot of hard work. But you know what's easy? It's bundling your policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And that's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home already. So just go to geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's Geico Easy. All right. So you went to some events. You've been you've been making the scene. Yeah. So you know, LA Auto Show starts this Friday. Starts this weekend, basically. And mm-hmm. uh, there's a handful of events that are going on. Sort of the press previews and customer appreciation days and of the new vehicles that are coming out. It's tough to get around to all of the things. I'm going to go by the auto show as well. But uh looks like Porsche's got some cool things they're announcing. Uh, uh, Cayman GT4 looks really cool. Porsche always has a very nice setup over there at the LA yeah. Auto Show. They have their own kind of pavilion. They, you know, they throw in a couple historic cars, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. some vintage stuff. They, they, it's lit well. It's worked well. Yeah. It's, it's always, always well done over there. They have, uh, I believe, a Taycan GTS, which is now kind of slots in between, you know, the 4S and the Turbo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, the GTS models have always been sort of like the nice bang for the buck. You get the Alcantara seats and sports suspension, all kinds of stuff. And it looks like that's pretty much on par with, with the Taycan. Um, I, saw a, 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 I saw a lot of the social media press coming out yesterday in Manhattan Beach where Henrik Fisker showed off the Fisker Ocean. Uh, mm-hmm. We might have spoken to him about that. Yeah, it's, it's all EV. electric, um, all electric sort of it's mid, medium, medium, small SUV. Yeah, it's it's good looking. It looks cool. It's got a cool feature where there's the giant screen that's in there, right? Mm-hmm. Vertical. And then with a button, It'll twist and go horizontal. So you can mm-hmm. kind of choose which way you want to go. You don't have to sort of lock yourself into one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you can change it on the fly depending on what your screen looks like. Maybe if you're using, like, the factory stuff along with CarPlay and you want it off to the side or the top. It looks like a cool feature. So looking forward to seeing that at the auto show. Uh, I'm going to be heading out to a Rolls-Royce event tonight, but I went to some Land Rover events and... Land Rover debuted the new Range Rover, the full-size mm-hmm. flagship vehicle. It's absolutely gorgeous. The they're they're pushing this very sleek kind of smooth design. Everything is flush, door handles, glass. Mm-hmm. Of course, all the gaps are perfect and it's got a very very clean look. Kind of like the Land Rover Velar, mm-hmm. but just much bigger. There's going to be an SV, different trim models, SV autobiography, uh, gas engine now. There'll be a hybrid, a plug-in hybrid version next year, which in the European testing, it's a little more favorable. Uh, they said 62 miles of range on electric only. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe as we rated here, maybe it drops down to the 50s. I'm not quite sure, but decent. 
And then in 2024, they will have an all EV version. So if you just want to go straight up electric, you'll be able to do that in in a couple of years with that. It looks good, but they also put on some pretty crazy events. They, uh, I, I went to so two events. I went to the Galpin Land Rover event at their dealership, which is absolutely gorgeous. Bo Bachman and his team put on such an amazing event, mm-hmm. and and like we talked a minute ago, but like has it figured out, like knows how many high top tables to have, you know, so nobody's really kind of standing there with a plate going, I don't know how to eat and hold my drink at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it is his big shrimp cocktail mountains and glass or uh, uh, ice sculptures of Jaguar logos and Land Rover logos. And yeah, I uh, never, I never get like, if you ever go see, you ever go to a theater and see like a play or a musical or something like that. They do an intermission. Mm-hmm. Every person in that place wants a glass of wine. That is the theater way. Yeah. And the intermission is 11 minutes long or whatever. And then you file out into the lobby and there's a line of 31 people and there's one bartender. Right. And the guy's trying to make a mixed drink for somebody and the line just keeps getting longer. And by the time you get your glass of wine, they start flashing the lights like you got to head back in. Yeah. And don't bring the wine into the theater and people are like standing because they just paid $17 for a glass of Chardonnay. So they're all standing by the door just shotgunning Chardonnay. And it's like, get a fucking second bartender. Yeah. Can you just put a second person there? It it was exactly right. None of that. I hate that. And by the way, they know better than anybody. Because right, they, they do it to. again and again right. and again, right? You haven't right. figured this out. Right. Uh, how many events have you done? So Bo's got it figured out. His team's got it figured out. The food stations were flowing all night. The bars were flowing all night. Multiple locations. And not like everything's on the north side where the booze is. It's like, no. It was Everything was great. Everything was everywhere. We can get it to it. Huge crowd. Uh, and they debuted the vehicles. Allowed you to kind of get into them. It's a little bit easier to get in and out of them, take photos. But Land Rover did this great event over at the uh, Academy of Motion Picture Museum, I guess, by LACMA. And it was kind mm-hmm. of a kind of a courtyard-ish area outdoors. And, but it was it was interesting. There was a, it was a lot of people. Uh, no place to put your your glass or your cup. None of the high, you know, like seven high top tables for seven hundred people, right? <laughs> and, uh, and 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 definitely big lines. Um, I appreciate the open bar and all that stuff. It's 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 great, but it was maybe they just weren't expecting that many people. I don't I don't really know. But debuted the cars, and one of the guys from Land Rover came out. I think he was maybe head of design. And just the way this place was shaped, just the way the sound was working, everyone in the front, of course, paying attention, got their phones out, taking pictures. But the back, everyone was talking, and it was just like a wave of sound, and it was driving this poor guy nuts. And he was just up there going, everyone in the back's not going to know what's going on with this vehicle. Everyone in the front's going to be able to see it. And he brought it up like seven times. And I go, and I'm thinking, I was like, I get it. You're a little frustrated, but there's 300 camera phones on you right now. So you're just kind of come, you're going to come off as like irritated and kind of douchey. Well, he got his comeuppance. Is that the same guy? No, no, it wasn't the same guy. So the the Land Rover CEO introduced him, and mm-hmm. then he did his thing, and then they brought off Wyclef Jean and Wyclef, you know, wrapped and freestyled a little, and then and then it, it turned into an after party in the 
you know, he was DJing with a friend and and people were jumping around and dancing. It was it was a good time. He's got so much energy. He's definitely a performer, especially mm-hmm. for a gig like this. At some point, the CEO of Land Rover is on Wyclef's shoulders. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of like spinning around, jumping around like the Saw guys. Saw it on TMZ. Yeah. On T- it makes it on TMZ. And uh, Wyclef like leans forward to put the guy down. And instead of putting his legs out front to land on his feet, he still has him tucked in under the arms. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like under, you know? Yeah. There's a, there's a thing. It's unspoken. But when it's time to go down, you have to release momentarily while you're still upright. The the top of your feet tuck behind the person's hips. You have to release them forward. And then as you go down, your feet hit like, like landing gear. His feet are forward. He's holding his hands. He's going to start leaning forward, and but then, he just—he doesn't put the feet down. He doesn't get the landing gear down. He—he he he just keeps the clamp on. He just face plants into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so the CEO of Land Rover, of course, TMZ is like Wyclef drops the CEO of Land Rover at a at a party. Yeah, that's not on Wyclef. I because there's I no other way to do Wyclef. it. You start leaning forward, and then the feet have to go down. No one has a strong enough back to start leaning forward. You know, get past ninety and. Stop. Right. Your feet got to go down. You got to go down. And then later, this guy's got an ice pack on his face. And this poor guy, like, it was just, obviously, it was terrible for all of them. Like, this did not go well for all of them. And and it's L.A. And in L.A., everything ends up on TMZ. That's why I watch it. <laughs> all right. Let me hit uh, light stream here. Holidays are approaching. Want to save some extra money? Consolidate your high-interest credit card balances to lower the rate and save with Lightstream. Lightstream offers credit card con- consolidation, I should say, loans with rates starting at just 4.98 APR with auto pay and excellent credit, much lower than the national average of 19% APR. Rate is fixed, so the rates continue to rise, and if they do, your low rate will not budge. No fees. You can even get your money as soon as the next day after you apply. And just for my listeners, apply now for special interest rate discount and save even more. Only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash carcast, L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash carcast, right, Matt? Subject to credit approval, rates range from 4.98 APR to 19.99 APR and include a 0.5% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash carcast for more information. All right. Uh, Rumors of a new LFA from Lexus. We love LFAs. Uh, LFAs are... Popping up on auction now, kind of, you know, in the modern day supercar kind of, but it's six years old kind of category. Yeah. You're starting to see some of those. But it, but doing well. Yeah. So the yeah. LFA, you know, naturally know, aspirated maybe, V10. Maybe 750, 800 grand. I'm that, trying to think. That's where, and, and the Nürburgring edition, I think it hit 1.5, 1.6 million. So these cars are, you know, knocking on the door of double the retail cost and I, but they they didn't even really sell really well. They, I don't know 
if they're double the retail. We got to figure out what sticker was on an LFA. But base is about three seventy five. Oh, is it that yeah. cheap? And because I know they were saying it's like five fifty to make it or something. Like I yeah. think it was a lost leader yeah, for Lexus. I think the Nurburg ring edition cars were maybe five or six hundred. Maybe I was thinking of that one. So you're saying there were three seventy five sticker and now they're seven fifty or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Huh. But the naturally aspirated V10, which we love the sound, uh, it's a very, very cool car, and it stood for a lot of cool things within the Lexus brand, but wasn't flying off the shelves. It wasn't like there were some, there was a few dealers that had like one or two never titled still on the lot, like four years after production ended, you know, and people were able to kind of you can go and buy them basically new i don't know if it was still sticker price at that point there's probably markups just from the dealer but it did catch on in in the aftermarket it really started to caught on at uh in the collector car world you know the they're cool cars they're they're starting to pull big money so i think lexus did a thing where they they took one of the lfas and they may be developing something underneath we don't know for sure but they took the old car and they threw on some camouflage and they brought it out to the test tracks to see how many spy photos they can get of it and Mm -hmm. to see what people's reaction was and they sort of admitted to it they're like yeah we just kind of want to see if people want a new lfa so they didn't even admit if they did anything new underneath the car or not or just made it look like it was a concept car you know like a lot of cars and they were like, oh, we got a new Viper or a new Corvette coming out or a new Ferrari coming out. But we took the old bodywork and made it kind of work mm-hmm. on the car. Yeah. Speaking of Vipers, you know, Vipers were considered kind of throwaway, you know, lost, bad investment, you know. Yeah. Sort of. So poorly built. <laughs> so whatever cars, man, there's some Vipers fetching some big bucks yeah, on bringing a trailer now. I think maybe, maybe the Ford GT. Uh, first gen, like, well, not first gen, but like 05. 05. Um, maybe that kind of ushered in the kind of modern day investment car. Certainly, you're seeing the new Ford GTs pop up all the time now and just fetch a million bucks now that the mm-hmm, two-year mm-hmm. moratorium on selling them is over. But maybe we have the Ford GT to thank. But you'll see some Mercedes um, black label or black edition yeah. or whatever LFAs, you'll see some modern day cars. I mean, I mean, modern day, I mean, you know, built in the last 10 or 15 years, built in the 2000s, starting to pop up and starting to fetch good money. Yeah. You, you would see it a little it bit with something be, like La Ferrari. Or, yeah, I was going to say, it yeah. used to be a, a sort of dominion of the Ferrari, mm-hmm. you know, modern day, you know, special edition, whatever. But, um, Spreading out into Japanese and German and, and yeah. other you know, American, it's kind of yeah, nice. And, and interesting because you you do bring up Japanese or the the McLaren didn't really get much of that benefit. You know, Senna's trading for about sticker. You know, um, I think maybe P one is is gone up a little bit in value. So uh, the uh, McLaren, the, yeah, the McLaren, yeah. Uh, but certainly, yeah, like LFA is just. Here's the other thing. It's like, you know, sometimes when a car doesn't really sell well, right, it becomes more collectible. It's almost like it's – I don't want to say failure. This isn't this isn't Tucker, you know, which obviously is a great example, but wasn't the biggest selling. You know, a Halo vehicle – so people were saying now they're like, 
when we went to the Acura event, like this, this is the final edition of the Acura NSX, mm-hmm. and it's a little bump in horsepower and whatever. And and people are like, it's a huge failure. The NSX, there's massive discounts on the car. Nobody wants to buy them, and it never really did what it was supposed to do. But I don't really agree. I think it sold a lot of MDX. I think it sold a lot of RDX, a lot of TLs. I think as a Halo car, it brought a lot of attention to the brand and did do what it was supposed to do. Now, would they yeah. have been happier if it was a home run and there was huge markups instead of discounts? I'm sure they would, but well, as a brand, I don't think it was a failure. You also have to think about this. Max Pata, what is an LFA sticker? And then um, what is one sold for recently on, like, Bring a Trailer? Because um, I'm, I'm, I, don't, I, don't I don't follow it that closely. I just have a hunch. Um, but you also have to think about this, and it, it's not really an answerable question, but... What does it do for your brand currently when there are older editions of your brand out there? Hang on to it for a second. Um, When there are older editions of something your brand made that are trading for good money, like how do you quantify what it means to Mercedes to have goal wings from the 50s that are over a million bucks, Mm -hmm. you know, or Ferrari or Porsche's got, you know, 935s or whatever. Like it, it's got to be good for your brand just to have old versions because basically, you know, kind of what you're saying is is it's okay to spend a shitload of money on our cars in 2021 because look back a, a few years, you'll see see what these things are yeah. going for now. So, you know, not only does the NSX, you know, sell more units of different cars or different models for Acura now, but every time you turn on Bring a Trailer, there's a 1997 NSX that's fetching good money, mm-hmm. and it's kind of reminding you, oh, Acura. Yeah. Um, sorry, prices. Yeah, that helps. LF, uh, LFA. So LFA, the, the Matt was right, the sticker's 375 Right on, Matt. And then uh, one sold in July in Bring a Trailer for 808 and then a couple more this year, around 725 yeah. yeah. Well, I'm right on too. Yeah. Um, so you know, it it's doubled in five, six years, or six, mm-hmm. seven years, or something. I don't know when they, you know, twenty twelve. Yeah, but th- that's not a bad investment. But also an example of, I mean, in a world a, where most times you buy an expensive car and it's worth it's, half, it's worth half, right? Right. But also a car that was well built and seems to run really well. And mm-hmm. and and performed well, not the fastest or the best looking on the planet. Yeah, right? what they did they get five hundred horsepower out of that engine? Yeah, I think they're five fifty two. That's a nice engine. I'll tell you what ruined that car for me. Yeah, Paris Hilton. <laughs> Paris Hilton. I I'm almost positive. Goddamn, Paris Hilton got one of those cars. Yes. And I could very famously she got. One I can, you know, I I see her in the Bentley, the pink wrap on it or something. Yeah. I'm like, so be it. You know what I mean? But that car, not that car. You know what I mean? The naturally aspirated, you know, nine point seven red line or whatever, and she's bopping around Beverly Hills in that car. That I, pissed me off. I 
I hope and now it's worth twice as much. I, I hope she could rattle off the specs on that car when you get out of there. She's getting in with like a like a like a handbag with a little dog in it. Yeah, and then saying, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, it's four point eight liter, five fifty two horsepower." It's, yeah, this is why I like this car because it, you know, it's it, it really kind of performs. Like if, uh, if if she gave that speech, I'd be like, "Whoa!" Oh, did she get a favorite. white one with a blue interior? Because I'm gonna cream in my jeans. <laughs> I love that combo. I do too. That's a great combination. I, I'll. I'll it is, yeah. I can't. Oh, I can't quite tell. If that's there's a blue one interior. picture of it in white with a blue seat, but I don't know. We don't know if that's hers or not. It was in that combination. You, uh, yeah, that presented. feels like that was a photo though. That in there, who gets out yeah. of a car like that? Yeah, she's posing. <laughs> Who's you know, like yeah, that's she's a poser. Point. She's such a poser. She got that LFA. Oh, uh, it's tough to tell. I don't know if it's there was a picture that had it in there, but I we don't know if that was her car or not because she wasn't wasn't in. Look, the white she wouldn't have gotten the blue interior, but white. Oh, with the blue interior, uh, blue and white. It's got the racing God seat. Damn, damn it. it! God damn it! That's such a great so combo. Good. That that and she, white. And she with dressed the to match, blue. right? Like she dressed mm. to match the car. Ugh. Yeah, I give her kudos to that. You should dress to match your car. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm wearing blue. You are kind of wearing blue. Yeah, good. Um, let me tell you guys about Good Guys real quick. You know, Good Guys, is, uh, they have this great membership program as well. You can become a Good Guys member today and join a worldwide community of car enthusiasts just like you. The membership includes 12 issues of the award-winning Gazette magazine. It's full of coverage from the, from the year's events and has how-tos and classifieds. They have discounts as part of the membership as well to Good Guys events and merchandise, plus discounts on theme parks, travel, concerts, and more. And of course, you get an entry to win a 1986 C10 giveaway truck by Goolsby Customs. Every year, they seem to do a really cool custom build, by the way. It's available to their domestic and international fans. Membership starts at just 25 bucks a year, which is super cheap, by the way, if you look at gas prices out here in L.A., Get your membership by visiting join.goodguys.com. It's good-guys.com. So it's join.goodguys.com. Her boyfriend got her a yellow LFA for her 30th birthday. Hmm. Then they broke up, but she liked the car so much she traded in for the white and the blue ones. So much nicer and white She's like, and blue I don't want the yellow. yellow because he gave it to me and it's got a bad, you know, Juju with it, so well, I'm going to trade it for the white one. <laughs> I know how much you hate yellow cars. Yeah, I would have traded it too. Yeah, I would have traded it too. She probably broke up with him because of his yellow. Gifted I, me a yellow car. It's kind of a weird <laughs> choice to make for a gift because uh, you know if you're going to gift someone a Ferrari, you just have to get red. You know, just you have to pick a kind of basic. Yeah, who yeah, knows yeah. color. You know, middle of the road. Yellow's a weird one. But you know, celebrities they have so many up and down relationships. When you gift a car, do you just gift a lease? Just in case, <laughs> I uh, I do not know, but I we're heading into the Christmas season, and the commercials that annoy me the most are when they come out and there's a the big bow on oh, top yeah. of the car, like mm. Mercedes and Lexus. I think they they like the big. We got you a a ninety seven thousand dollar prize. Here mm -hmm. you go. It's got a bow on it. She got rid of the LFA in two thousand and fourteen, which means she didn't make any money off it. That's good. Then she got the McLaren 650S Spider, right? Which you did not also make money on. I can tell you that. She did not make, well, you didn't make money on that. Car. You know what's really opened up the whole world 
of the supercar to Paris Hilton is the transmissions. You know, back in the day, you wanted a big supercar. It came with a four-speed, five-speed, mm-hmm. you know, six-speed maybe, whatever. Now it's just kind of the push-button mode. You know, paddle shift, but you don't have to monkey with those if you don't want. Just hit, yeah. hit drive. And now it's wide open. And, you know, supercars used to have to kind of drive them. You couldn't sit in traffic. You couldn't putter around. They would right. overheat, blah, blah, blah. Between the, you know, air conditioning and the not overheating and the sit in traffic and the transmission where you just hit the D button, now Paris Hilton can putter around wherever she wants in a supercar. And and now everything's like active suspension, so they make these things comfortable for that reason. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you think she knows how to use the launch control in that car? No, I do not think Mm. so. So, um was listed i'm trying to figure out uh, what chris is writing so last year her 2012 lfa with 4,000 miles was listed for four hundred ninety-five thousand dollars by a car dealer in ohio okay that was the last year yeah so those cars are now seven to eight yeah Yeah. well she got four thousand miles on it To, to be fair that probably is more than almost anybody has on an lfa so she'd drive the hell out of that car god love her yeah i'm a fan yeah, well, the you know the thing. I mean, that's a, it's probably her personal assistant running errands. I don't know how many units of LFAs they made. I think they said five hundred. Five hundred. Mm-hmm. That, that's a that's a nice investment. I mean, so now they're now you're going to have to pay seven fifty. Yeah, but I reckon that car's going over a million. I mean, it's not going well. Also, down. keep in mind there is a big brother. The Nurburgring edition is already the big brother. Mm-hmm. trim of that car mm-hmm. which i think is getting double right right just because of it's how rare it is mm-hmm. you know i swear at one sold for 1.6 million yeah at auction yeah yeah sounds familiar to me yeah all right what else are we got going on in the car world uh i've been um uh putting around in the uh if you will and the mustang mach e the electric mm. one you yeah know, I, I i drove it at an event a while back, but now got to spend some time with it. Uh, spent about a week in it. It, you know, they delivered it. it had about two hundred and fifty miles on the charge. And honestly, I I drove it around for the week. Came out here to the studio and back. Um, and the only time I charged is I, you know, on a Friday night went to dinner in Santa Monica, plugged it in at the mall for mm-hmm. two hours, and mm-hmm. and that was it. I I gave it back to them with. 98 miles on the charge. I basically plugged it in for two hours the entire week. It seemed fine. Mm-hmm. It seemed fine as far as that. So I don't know if it's just the range is a little conservative in their rating. It does a little better. Or maybe it just turns out that the real world, uh, you know, is as we thought. It's like sort of the daily commuter person. It's about 250 miles is about what you need. Like I, You probably could have gone... I probably could have gone two weeks, almost two weeks, without having to even plug it in, just running around town. Yeah, I've you know, a couple things. I've been plugging my Lincoln in um, every night, and first off, no big deal. Uh, but secondly, you know, this range, this chasm, you know, I, I think the range anxiety, once you pass 250, 300 miles, you know, that's assuaged. But... It's still kind of a bummer that the Lincoln goes up to 19 and then, you know, the Ford's at 300 
and I get it. One's got an engine and a motor, yeah, and and what have you. But it would be nice if the 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 Mustang or the Mach E or whatever it is is three hundred and Tesla, whatever. Everything everything's two fifty to three hundred now. Mm-hmm. But all the other like SUV hybrid ones are. 21 miles like it'd be nice to get that one up to 75 or 80 which is interesting because that was one of the things that caught my attention with with the range rover and they said oh the hybrid version next year could have 62 miles yeah and that's that's enough i mean the, the the reality is is when the thing's at 19 miles and you're going round trip commute to work mm-hmm. or whatever, it's just that's not enough to get it. But yeah, 60, that would work. Yeah, I think that would work. But, you know, that being said, Mustang Mach-E was the all-wheel drive version, um, but with the bigger battery. Um, the all-wheel drive takes a little bit of the range off. Interior's so, nice. Everything's nice. You know, everything seemed to to work pretty well. The interior was nice. Um, you know, had a bunch of boxes, you know, to move around in the back. I think it's good size for the city. It's not it's not like wildly like iPhone-ish. It's not like, you know, when you get in it, sure, there's a big screen, but also there is a screen in front of you where the gauges would go. And it, it very clearly just shows you minimum amount of information, but it has a speedometer. It has a picture of the vehicle and it has like what's sneaking up on your left and right. Mm-hmm. And it has big battery indicator with percentage and range. Mm-hmm. And I love that aspect of it. So you can just kind of look ahead also, putting it in drive and putting it in reverse and whatever, it's got a dial like in the Ford. So you don't mm-hmm. have to go to a touchscreen and and figure it out or, or on a stock or something. And, mm-hmm. um, and the other feature that was interesting was Ford has a big touchscreen. And in the middle on the bottom of the touchscreen, they put a real volume knob. Like a big mm-hmm. knurled yeah. ring, mm-hmm. you know. So, yes, you don't have to. I mean, everything has steering wheel controls for volume, mm-hmm. but just seeing it there and the size of it and how easy it was, I, you know, because people roll up to, you know, is that the new Mach E? How do you like it? It's very easy for me to just grab that novel knob and just turn the radio down. But the knob is like on the screen. They did a great job of integrating it into the interface. So, I, I'll tell you, like I drove Volkswagen like ID four, didn't really love it. A couple of other things, but the the Mustang I really liked. I think it's going to be a decent competitor for for the Tesla mm-hmm. uh, for their small SUV. I think it's mm-hmm. the Y. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, this week going to the LA Auto Show, I think we're going to see just massive amounts of. You know, not just announcements, new cars and announcements. I mean, Mercedes has a new luxury four-door sedan, yeah. and, and they just tested at 420 miles range. Oh, was it? Wow. Yeah. yeah. I think I saw that now, on I, uh, Jay Leno's garage. I think the car is kind of ugly for some reason. Like, it's it's very sort of egg-shaped. It's kind of weird, and it's got the the front kind of missed the mark for me. Yeah. Um. It got it got like very swoopy in the front, like unproportionately swoopy. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, kind of almost hatchback, sportback in the, and then this this sort of like a wedge in the front. I I didn't love it. I haven't seen it in person yet, but 
the interior looks gorgeous. Diamond stitching. And everywhere. Diamond and just, stitching. Uh, the screens and everything just integrated. Beautiful. But 420-mile range is, is a game changer, you know? Yeah. I mean, four, it's kind of funny because uh, years ago, it was considered the four-minute mile. So anyone that broke the four-minute mile, mm-hmm. some English guy broke it in like the 50s, you know, running the four-minute mile. Well, you know. Uh, now it's kind of like 400 miles. 400 and miles. You threshold. break that 400 mile range. Because now, now you're getting into, I can get from here to Vegas, no problem. I can get, I mean, I can get up to the Bay Area. Like you're you, this, this, I don't know, you know, exactly how far Vegas is. Uh, yeah. Three. Uh, the the point is, is like door to door. I, I, can, I always in my head. I always I like four hundred. I can get so. to Vegas. I can get to San Francisco from L.A. We're, we're we're getting close to getting to Phoenix and places like that. Like the this is that's the real barrier. And the Lucid, I think, ranges from about low four hundreds up to five twenty. The Lucid. The is Lucid the, is the is the new like luxury sedan. Uh, right. Right. You know, just one motor trend car of the year, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, Vegas is 270, um, which sounds good if your range is 315 or 320, but I, most people don't trust that because it's better, you know, the highway eats yeah. it up pretty good. You're doing 85 miles an hour in your electric car, and you're not so sure you're going to get there. All right, uh, let me tell you about Geico. Do you own, do you rent your home? Well, sure you do, one or the other. And then... There's your automotive policy. How about you get your bundle working by going to Geico? Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your automotive policy. Speaking of uh, auto, let me tell you about another road trip story. I was, uh, well, let's talk Vegas. I used to Mm -hmm. road trip it to Vegas all the time. We used to go. One of the biggest mistakes ever made in my life was after we finished you, you know you're poor when your friend um, – I, I had a friend in the, in the Acme comedy troupe named Katie, and she just had a newish Honda, mm-hmm. baseline, Civic, whatever, but it was like two years old. And that's like – that was our mode of transportation. We had to go anywhere because it was newish, and it had like air conditioning, and we'd never make it anywhere in one of my pickup trucks or anything. And uh, we just decided, oh, we should just – Go to Vegas after we finish our show on a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Go to Vegas for one night. And uh, it all sounded awesome. So we we finished the show at probably midnight. North Hollywood popped into Katie's Honda Civic, had like five people stuffed in there, and we took <laughs> off to Vegas like this is going to be a party. And we rolled into Vegas at like 4.30 in the morning, and we went to check in, and like check-ins at 2. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like... What to, it's four thirty? Yeah, I'm like yeah. <laughs> we're like, well, what do we do? And they're like, we'll just come back at like two. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, well, we haven't slept or anything. And like we, you know, no one, no one, no one had real money. I, you know, it was the kind of thing where everyone would take forty bucks, you know, right, and right. cut themselves off playing, you know, dollar hands of blackjack or something. And we're like, okay, well, let's go into that diner and get some breakfast, you know, and like. Yeah. Finished breakfast, it was like 6.10. And we're just going like, when are we checking in again? We had about nine hours. 
like no room, no room. nowhere to go, no credit cards, no real money, no to, money, to, and now everyone's gassed out because we yeah, yeah. were having fun all night, and now it's six ten in the morning, and mm-hmm. everyone's just sitting there staring at their eggs, going. Where do we go? Where do you go? I, I assume you guys weren't staying at Caesar's Palace. <laughs> We're staying at the cheapest place we could find on the strip, you know, probably shaped like but, a horse or a pyramid or something. But when do you when do you go, hey, you know, look, we can stall for the day. It's gonna cost this much in breakfast, a couple of rounds of drinks, a little bit of gambling. Let's just take that thirty nine fifty and uh and see if they can give us one room. Early. <laughs> well, we ended up getting one room anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and five people just flopped out in uh, in the one room. But, uh, yep, that's my Geico road trip story. <laughs> so uh, go to geico.com and get a quote and see just how much you can save, just how easy it is with geico.com. All right. What else is going on in the automotive world? Uh, Acura Integra, right? We were at the Acura party at Monterey. They teased mm-hmm. the new Integra, and now it's been... Uh, unveiled to mm-hmm. mixed reviews. Uh, it came out as a four-door uh-huh. instead of a two-door, mm-hmm. um, based uh, somewhat on the Civic, the Honda Civic. It's a four-door Sportback. So it's mm-hmm. got a hatch, and mm-hmm. and people were like, hmm. Is it all-wheel drive, front-wheel uh, drive? It's going to bother me if it's just front-wheel drive. I'm going to say it's probably optional both, because... Uh, Honda and Acura have their what they mm-hmm. call sh- super handling all wheel drive. Mm-hmm. Is it uh, Honda? The base motor is the one point five liter Civic Si motor. Honda, as of late, I'm not a Honda expert, but Honda, as of late, it seems to go. We're coming out with this really sporty edition of whatever, and then it's kind of gutless. I think that yeah. that's been kind yeah, of their yeah. that's been kind of the rub with Honda. You know, and you go back to the 2000, the two-seater sports car Mm -hmm. from years back, probably coming on 20 years old now. Um, You know, those cars had the highest horsepower per liter naturally aspirated. Yeah, they were 240 horsepower. They were 240 off a two liter. So they're making a buck 20 a liter, which is, you know, an O2. Yeah. That was crushing it. Bested only by the Ferrari 360, I think, that ended up beating it in terms of horsepower per liter. Yeah. But it was like, all right, you know, all right, Honda. And then they just kind of got sportier on the outside, but yeah. not really the inside. Well, they they kind of made an argument about it. So a lot of people were like, why a four-door? Why not a two-door? And they basically said, hey, we wouldn't be able to sell any two-doors. <laughs> so we want to make a car well, we can and sell. Also, but they are offering a manual transmission. The WRX, was it the WRX yeah. that was always a four-door? Yeah. I mean, so, you know, you yeah. can make sporty four-doors. You can make sporty four-doors. But you, you got to have people, more than a hundred and... 51 horsepower or something. I don't know what kind of horsepower it's it's laying I, I, down. But actually, it's a good question. The the, the new Integra with the 1.5 liter. Now, front wheel drive. If it's front wheel drive and it's 161 horsepower and you got four people in there, yeah. I'm going to need a little more sport than that. But what is the Civic Type R horsepower? Because expect a... I, that's my point. An I think Integra this, Type R. I think the Civic Type R is under 200 horsepower. 
Right. So the Integra is probably going to have a little bump in horsepower, regardless of the motor compared to the Civic, right? I could be mm-hmm. 10 horsepower. Who knows? But Estimate 210. Okay. So that's that's not terrible at this point. Now, I don't know. It's if, not impressive. It's just not terrible. If they do an Integra Type R with, I don't know, 250 horsepower and the all-wheel drive. Civic Type R is 306, which is good. Oh, there you go. There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you can get 320, 340 out of Integra Type R and the all-wheel drive, which would also be cool if it if they did offer it as a manual. If they did manual mm-hmm. all-wheel drive, mm-hmm. 300, you know, mm-hmm. 40 horsepower, then it's it's a it's an interesting, yeah, you know. But in the meantime, I think they'll they'll still sell a handful of these because it'll be fun. All right, let me tell you about uh, live by live music events, new podcasts, comedy, and more. You get it all, just one app. Live by live, and you can check out their live app. Livebylive.com for the best podcasts and personalized music stations created by actual, curated, I should say, by actual human beings. All um, And major music festivals and sporting events and exclusive concerts, just three ninety nine per month. And you can try Live by Live today with a uh, free seven-day trial. LiveXLive.com forward slash CarCast. Try it out for free. All right, you can go to adamcarolla.com to find out wherever the live shows are. Yeah, Bray is coming up doing two shows December 15th. TJ Miller's going to be there. Patrick Warburton, car guy. Yeah, I like Patrick. Patrick Such a great nice guy. guy. Helium Comedy Club, December 22nd and 23rd. That'll be out in Portland doing four shows there. Just, uh, also, check out our chassis channel. Adam Carolla goes racing, new episodes. 687 on uh, Pluto TV. What do you got, Motorator? Uh, just give me a follow at Motorator on social media. I'll be cruising around the LA Auto Show. So, till next time, Adam Kroll for Matt, the Motorator, DeAndrea saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. RockAuto.com. Why spend 30 to 50%, even 100% more for the same parts that a chain store or a dealership might have? Why spend so much there? Why not go to RockAuto.com? It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Everything from engine control modules to brakes to motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic car or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few clicks delivered direct to your door. Go to rockauto.com, see all the parts available for your car or your truck, write Corolla in the how did you hear about us. So that is Corolla, C-A-R-O-L-L-A, in the how did you hear about us box. So they know we sent you an amazing selection, 
Reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know, it's hard work out there. Owning, renting. You want to save some money? How about your bundle? Bundle your policies at Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you got so much to do already. Go to Geico.com. Get a quote. See just how much you could save at Geico. That is Geico.com today. That's Geico.com.